Back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I want to go back to the budget. We were talking about it earlier with Senator Rick Scott. We've got Chris Edwards, Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and the editor of DownsizingGovernment.org. Chris Edwards, you're complaining that federal spending is up 40% since 2019. Did you see the uh, Goldman Sachs story about the uh, so-called IRA bill that's actually uh, one I, I did trillion? in the Wall Street Journal editorial today. Thanks for having me, Larry. Yeah, it's pretty shocking that, uh, you know, we, we thought that the uh, all these energy incentives were only going to cost us a couple hundred million, and Goldman Sachs says it's going to be over a trillion, all these new Biden energy incentives. Very, very shocking. But you're right. The budget's up 40 percent since 2019. So, you know, when you were in there under Trump, the budget was 4.4 trillion. Today, it's 6.2 trillion. And the thing is, is, you know, yes, everyone understands that the budget went up a bit during COVID, but it should be coming down again now. But it's not. It's gone up 40 percent. And Biden's got it going up and up and up. And a classic, you know, a classic sort of micro Example of this is food stamps. In 2019, food stamps were 63 billion. Today, they're double that, 127 billion. Um, and yet, you know, the unemployment rate's only three and a half percent. So why have food stamps doubled? And then food stamps, they're projected, you know, to keep going up. So this is this is uh, this all the spending is just it's remarkable. It's it's bankrupting us, and uh, you know, we got it. We got a reverse course here. Chris Edwards, guys, stay with this food stamp thing. Because I think the whole group, you know, constellation of what I would call social welfare spending, right, food stamps, housing subsidies, uh, AF, what we used to call welfare, um, Medicaid, certainly, aren't they all rising substantially in these Biden budgets? And they have not, Chris, as far as I know, restored workfare or work requirements. That's right. So uh, school lunch, you know, spending is way up. Old-fashioned welfare called AFDC uh, is up. All these new uh, health care tax credits are up. Medicaid's up. You want to know something really stunning about food stamps that I don't think is is widely publicized enough? So $127 billion in benefits this year. One quarter of those benefits go to junk food, cola, potato chips, and the like. Huh. The USDA, which runs the program, kept this hidden for many years. And then a group of healthcare journalists pressured them, and they finally released the data. A quarter of food stamp spending is junk food. This is stunning at a time when we've got hmm. an obesity epidemic in this country. And I raise that example to show that, you know, people will often say, oh, you want to cut food stamps. It's terrible. It's going to hurt low-income folks. But a lot of these programs have a huge amount of waste in them if you start looking. There's no way in heck, in my view, that taxpayers ought to be funding 20 or $30 billion a year for junk food. So that's the type of savings I think we can make across the federal budget. i tell you what, Chris, you know, um, to me, look, like you, I want to, you know, put a put a spending collar on all this stuff. But I think restoring the Bill Clinton, Newt Gingrich workfare, and not just for welfare, AFDC, but for all these social benefit programs, would just be a home run, not not only in terms of economic growth and the health and uh, morale of the nation, but in terms of spending restraint. Because 
you know, that would force people, able-bodied people. I'm not talking about people who, you know, are down in their luck and, and have bad health. But able-bodied people should work. They should not be on these benefit, uh, government benefits, right? And if you put them back to work, you'd have less spending and more uh, more revenues, even at low tax rates. That's right. It's a two. It's a twofer, and um, I think that is the type of thing that House House Republicans, yeah. the Freedom Caucus, are are pushing now, yeah. and it's the type of thing that House Republicans ought to demand as part of this debt limit, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, deal uh, down the road. I did a recent piece at at Cato where I went back and I looked at the Clinton spending. If you go back to 2000, a year that was the budget was balanced under Clinton Mm -hmm. and and, uh, Republican Congress, federal spending 17 percent of GDP. Mm -hmm. Today, it's up to 24.2 percent. So it's up almost 50 percent. The government grabs an almost 50 percent greater share of the economy than just 20 years ago. If we had just held spending to that 2000 level under Clinton, we, you know, we would, the budget would, would be balanced. Our, our one and a half trillion dollar um, deficit today would have been wiped out and we would have been paying down debt. So, you know, it's not like we haven't done this before. As you point out, we, we know how to do this. Like yeah. in the 90s, you just yeah. hold, you, you grow the economy and you hold, you hold, you have some restraint in spending. I talked to the, you know, every House Republican, Chris, and I just uh, had a note from Jason Smith was running the ways and means about this workfare provision, because I don't know that they, in the first go around, I don't know that they can actually roll back spending to uh, FY 22. I mean, it would be a good thing, but I'm not sure they can, but I do think workfare. And I think Biden's will fight that tooth and nail. They don't want workfare. They want, you know, unlimited government. I mean, isn't that what the Biden's want? Unlimited government, the, Chris, the Bidens would love the government to take over the banks, just like they'd like the government to take over everything else. I mean, it, that's what the yeah, central planners want. But you put in workfare, you stop all that. And that would yeah, be so a great I, I agree uh, with that. And I also think, you know, I, I, I uh, you know, last in, first out in corporate uh, inventories. Why not a last in, first out for these recent um, jumps in program spending? Oh, Why can't we at right. least get spending back to the 2019 level? So that means, you know, cutting stuff like this excessive uh, student aid and college loan, the school lunch, the food stamps, and all the other, you know, spending that we've added just in the past four right. years. You want to know what's done? I got to get out. Yeah, okay. Chris Edwards of Cato does some of the finest work on the budget, folks, you will ever see. Chris Edwards of Cato. I'm Cudlow. I'm just along for the ride. But we're going to take a break. And on the other side of the break, we're going to do some stock. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.